Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Don't just ride the index. Seek to outperform it with Fidelity Active ETFs. Learn more at fidelity.com slash active ETFs. Before investing in any exchange-traded fund, you should consider its investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Contact Fidelity for a prospectus, an offering circular, or if available, a summary prospectus containing this information. Read it carefully. While active ETFs offer the potential to outperform an index, these products may more significantly trail an index as compared with passive ETFs. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC, member NYSE, SIPC. Welcome to the Jill on Money Show. It's Wednesday, July 27th, and we are here trying to answer financial questions, trying to help you make sense of what's going on in the world and how it applies to you. Now, um, I'm looking now ahead because we're pre-recording this, but um, as you hear this today, you know what's going to happen this afternoon? We're going to have another Federal Reserve meeting. And so at two o'clock Eastern time, the most likely action will be that the central bank will raise the short-term lending rate by three quarters of a percentage point. So 0.75%. Now that's not the worst thing in the world. Don't worry. We know we can get through that, but I do want to be clear that as this tightening cycle continues, things could get a little bit hairy again. It kind of depends about how the Fed continues its rate hikes um, and what happens in the fall. Now, right now, because we have inflation running at uh, forty more than 40-year highs, the Fed just has to keep on keeping on. But maybe if there's some data in the next, say, eight weeks or so before the September meeting of the Fed, we might see them pull back a little bit. Maybe they wouldn't do three quarters of a percentage point at the next meeting. Maybe they'll do a half. Maybe they'll do a quarter. Be ready for anything. That's all I can say. Uh, And also, this is one of those Fed meetings where there will not be economic projections. So I think they do that every other meeting. So there's eight Fed meetings a year. Four of them, they put out what they believe are their projections about the path of the economic outlook. They've been very wrong about that economic outlook. So I don't know why we keep reading into it as if they're like the most amazing prognosticators, but we do that anyway. I guess it's just any information. So, you know, the deal, higher interest rates is bad news if you're borrowing money. It's good news if you're saving money. And I know the interest rates on savings accounts, they don't go up as fast as those costs increase for, say, credit card debt. But you should keep looking around and just know that there are better rates probably than your brick and mortar bank. You can go to depositaccounts.com to check that out. All right. Anything else I missed about the Fed meeting? You'll uh, hear about it tomorrow. Okay. So today we are delighted to chat with one of you who has a financial question. This is Ron, who's on the line from the Midwest. Hello, Ron. How are you? What What's going on? How can we help you out? Well, my wife and I need to make a decision on her pension options. Okay. Let me Tell us little, more. Well, I'm... 58. My wife is 59. I make $125,000 a year, and I also draw a pension of $50,000 from a previous employer. Wow. My wife is currently collecting $6,500 a month on long-term disability. 
And as far as our retirement savings, we have about 260000 in Roth accounts and about $2.2 million in traditional IRAs and 401ks. Holy smokes, you guys have saved a ton of money. Out of curiosity, since you have so much income right now, uh, what do you need to live on? What is your, what's kind of your, your, uh, your monthly nut? Probably about 11000 And your wife is on long-term disability. Does she need care in the home? You know, she, I'm just trying to get a sense of her condition and whether those costs of $11,000 uh, a month could rise. No, she doesn't need care at this point. All right, good. On your 125 a year, are you uh, currently maximizing your retirement contributions? No, I'm only doing the 4% to get the match because we've been keeping our withholding quite high to do Roth conversions on an annual basis. Oh, that's great. So do we, we have that. What's the choice on the that's being presented to you? Okay, the two options are she could retire under a traditional retirement and have a lump sum option of $440,000 a year, or not a year, $440,000 total. Right. Her other option would be to retire under disability. She would continue to collect her $6,500 until age 65, and then at that time, she would have a a pension of $2,400 a month, and it would pay me $1,500 a month if she died first. Okay, so there is a so there's a survivor benefit, right? Okay, if she retired under the and collecting her disability, right? If she made that election already, and she died before she got to that, you know, with the reduction at sixty five, what would happen to the sixty five hundred dollars a month that she's currently getting? It would go away. Okay, and then you would have would you have any benefit of hers or not? Yes, there would be a a $1,500 a month. Okay, so that would be it. Okay. And what about your plans for your own retirement? What are you thinking? Well, I'm thinking probably around 60. If you were to look at your own Social Security benefit, what would that be? 2,900 at full retirement age and 3,600 at age 70. Okay. So you would have, let's just look at your full retirement age, 2,900 plus you'd still have your 50 grand a year of pension, right? Right. Um, so let's just say we, the, I'm leaning lump sum and I'll tell you, and I don't usually, but I'll tell you why I'm leaning lump sum because of the idea that if something were to happen to her, you'd have all of the money already. You have tons of money and I think you probably, because you personally have your pension, you would get, you know, if something did happen to her, you would have, you know, you'd have your pension, you'd have your social security benefit, and you'd have all this money. How do you feel about managing this money yourself? Who's managing the $2.2 million? I was about to say trillion, $2.2 trillion, <laughs> million dollars. I'm sorry, I just gave you a trillion. How do you feel about managing that? Well, we're working with a financial advisor now. What do the financial advisors say in terms of the pension choice? I'm going to be speaking with them next week. I wanted to reach out to you first. So this was pointed out to us where I used to always lean to pension. And then uh, a, a financial advisor that we're friends with uh, of the show, he was had pointed out to me, yeah, but if something happens before you get, you know, you're sort of at a certain age, you then have all the lump sum for the survivor. So that's the only reason that I've really shifted quite a bit. I'm leaning, I'm really leaning lump sum. You know, what you could do, if you think about it, is that you could 
keep converting your money slowly but surely, right? Maybe what I would do is I like you getting the 4% match and I also like that you're converting. But, you know, if you get to say age 60, you may not even have to convert. You could just start pulling money out of your traditional and using that to supplement your needs. Wow, I've got a couple million bucks here. That's going to go a long way to get, you might not even need to claim your social security benefit till you're 70. You really may not. How's your health? Are you in decent health? Yes. I think that you're in good shape. I think you can do this. As long as you're comfortable feeling like, all right, I'm going to have to, like, don't do that weird thing that happens when people retire, which is, oh, I don't want to pull money out of my retirement account. Well, you have to, like, we want you to do that. We want money to come out of that. You'll pay it at this, you know, hopefully a decently low tax bracket. But if you do need 11 grand or even 12 grand a month, you have enough money to get you there. You really do. I mean, your pension... And social security's, you know, going to get you probably halfway there. From the rest, you're going to have a pile of money that you've saved. So you guys have done a tremendous job of saving, really. Um, I, I think you're in good shape. Do you have any other um, assets that we need to worry about, like a home? Do, is that paid for? Do you have a mortgage? What's going on? No, our home is probably worth about five fifty, mm-hmm. and we have a mortgage of one hundred twenty-two left. Oh, so that's kind of not nothing. What, what's the rate on that? Yeah, you're not paying that down. Do you have some kids that are floating around also? They're launched. Launched. What else do I worry about with you? Anything? Is there, if I've missed anything besides your pressing question? No, I don't think so. You have your estate documents done? Yes. Did you know I was going to ask that and then you were very happy to know that you had those? Yes. (laughs) Um, Do me a favor. um, When you talk to your financial advisor, if they come up with something different, let us know. I'd be interested in that because maybe I I don't want to necessarily think I'm the only voice here. So maybe there's a different way. If they they say, oh, no, no, you should definitely take the pension. I'd love to hear from them about that. Okay. Very good. If you have a pension question, if you have an election question, if you need to know like where you must make a decision very quickly and you want us to help you out, just be sure to let us know when you're on the website at jillonmoney.com. Just make sure that we understand that there's a pressing time constraint because otherwise you might be in the back of the line. We might move you up if there's a real time commitment there. Okay. So go to the website, jillonmoney.com. Click on the contact us button. Let us know if you'd be willing to come on the air, sign up for the free weekly newsletter, check out our other broadcasts as well. And please put your hands metaphorically on someone's back. Pretty please. That would be so great. Leave us a rating and review on Apple. Grit, growth, grace. Thank you for listening. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Do you know a high schooler who is a natural leader and loves to give back to their community? The Leukemia and Lymphoma Society's Student Visionaries of the Year program might be the perfect opportunity. Forming strong teams to support them, Student Visionaries of the Year candidates fundraise for the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society in honor of a pediatric blood cancer survivor in their local community. This seven-week philanthropic leadership development program helps students gain valuable life skills like project management, communication, financial literacy, and entrepreneurship. Not to mention, it looks great on college applications. But most importantly, it's a chance for students to engage in meaningful work within their community and make a real impact on the lives of blood cancer patients and their families. Learn more about Student Visionaries of the Year or nominate a student at lls.org students. 
That's lls.org slash students.